Blog Talk Radio. Marcy Ann, those were those beautiful mission bells from the San Juan Capistrano Mission here in Southern California. They were ringing out uh, the celebrations of a wedding. (laughs) I happened to be there to get the recording. So I want to thank you tonight for tuning in. We're going to talk about angels, and I have a very special guest today who talks to angels. His name is Daniel Scranton, and I'm going to be bringing him on in just a minute. But first, I just want you to know that the purpose of my show today is to propose to you that anyone, and that's what I said, anyone, anyone includes you, anyone, including you, can talk to the angels. You do not need to be someone special to talk to angels. First of all, everyone has a guardian angel who's with you at all times. I had seen my daughter's guardian angel back when she was uh, 14. And I texted her today and I said, Honey, how how has it made your life, uh, how has your life been uh, since you knew that you have had a guardian angel your whole life, because she's almost going to be 50. <laughs> and what she said was, well, Mom, you know what? I never, I know I'm never alone, and I always feel safe. So everyone has a guardian angel, and your guardian angel is there watching over you all the time. Your guardian angel is a member of a specially trained order of angels whose job it is to watch over you at all times. And your guardian angel can also call for help if he needs to. <clears throat> because when Jesus was having his criminal trial in um, the uh, courtroom of Pilate, and Jesus was silent, he wouldn't answer any of Pilate's questions, And Pilate said, don't you know that I am the one who can set you free if you answer my questions? And Jesus said, I can call for 12 legions of angels right this minute who would deliver me out of here. (laughs) Twelve legions. You know how many that is? Because a Roman legion was between 10,000 to 12,000 soldiers. So 12 legions of angels would be 144,000 angels. And do you know how these angels would show up? Well, let me just tell you a short story here before I bring Daniel on about when my guardian angel came to me. I had just broken up with a boyfriend and I that I found out had betrayed me. Actually, it was what I considered a betrayal at that time in my life because looking back on the situation now, I see that I was the one who was betraying myself. <clears throat> and the breakup was the inevitable result 
of me beginning to realize my true worth. But then I I didn't, and I was in a funk. (laughs) So my girlfriend and I had decided to go to a country western bar where there was music and dancing. And I probably must have had a really angry look on my face because no one asked me to dance. You know what, ladies? Men are a lot more intuitive about reading emotions than we women give them credit for. They don't talk about it much, but that doesn't mean that they're not aware. Okay, so my girlfriend was out dancing and having fun, and then all of a sudden there was a man sitting at the table with me. It was interesting in in that I didn't see him walk up. It was just all of a sudden he was sitting at the table. Like from just one blink of my eye to the next blink of my eye. And he was dressed in country western clothes. He had on jeans and a western shirt with his sleeves rolled up. And a belt with a big belt buckle. And he had on western boots. And he had a little kerchief tied around his neck. He had a small beard and a mustache. You know, Daniel, I think that these angels have fun coming up with these costumes. (laughs) (laughs) But when I looked into his eyes, it seemed like I was looking way deep into the very heart of the universe itself. And there was a blue light in his eyes. And the power of that light was absolute, unconditional love. I felt like I was being swaddled, like in a huge blanket of total love. And he spoke to me and he said, what are you doing in here? And I dropped my eyes in shame, and when I looked back up, he was gone. So, an angel can appear and disappear within the blink of an eye. And an angel is sometimes called a messenger because they deliver their messages. Like he said, what are you doing in here? That question opened up an entire realm for me to think about. And that's when I got the true revelation of the whole thing. No condemnation, no judgment, just a simple question. And he was gone. So angel messengers appear in a situation just like one of the boys, so to speak. They don't draw any attention to themselves. They just blend in, looking like everybody else. And that's why the Bible says you entertain angels unawares. So when Jesus said he could call 12 legions of angels to come and deliver him out of Pilate's hall, those angels would have appeared in a blink of an eye, and they would have been dressed in full armor with weapons, and they would have delivered Jesus out of there before anyone could have had time to even react to what was happening. And maybe you're wondering at this moment, why has this or that happened to me if my angel is always watching over me and could call for 144,000 other angels to help? And I'm going to say to you, there have been so many times in your life When your angel has been on the scene, just blending in, looking like everyone else, watching over you. And there have been thousands of times when they have prevented something 
protected you that you just aren't aware of because nothing bad happened. (laughs) So my purpose for my show today is to help you begin to be more aware and to have a more personal relationship, uh, beginning with your guardian angel, but also allowing you to enter into many other realms of the angelic kingdoms and the other uh, dimensions of the beings of love and light. So today my guest is Daniel Scranton, and Daniel has been talking with angels easily now (laughs) since uh, since 2010, and he currently teaches classes on how to be in communication with all of these different realms of love and light. And he personally channels Archangel Michael and Archangel Gabriel, as well as other uh, beings who are here to assist us. And he sometimes channels fairies and the other elementals. And he serves as the voice for two extra terrestrial groups. One is known as the the Hathers and the other the Creators. And at the end of the show today, Daniel is going to bring us a message from one of these groups that he is in communication with. And I want to bring Daniel on now. Hello, Daniel. Welcome to my show, Reflections and Celebrations. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had very many guests on my show, and I'm just so happy to welcome you and uh, allow you to share with us uh, more about how we can be in communication beyond what we consider this physical body that we're in. Because I want this show today to serve as an encouragement to everyone who's listening tonight as well as all of those who are going to be listening in the archives because Daniel this show will be in the archives and will be listened to forever and so that they can begin to have a personal relationship with their guardian angel Mm -hmm. and I was wondering how and when did you first realize that this was possible for you well um I started channeling the creators in 2010. And when I began channeling them, I wasn't really intending on channeling any other beings. I thought, you know, one group is enough. I was familiar with Bashar and Abraham and Seth. And it was basically like one channel, one group or one entity coming through. So it didn't really occur to me till later on I think in like 2013 is when I started opening up to other beings. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like Ophelia was the first one and then the Hathors and then, um, but I was actually, the first time I connected with Archangel Michael was during a a channeling session where I was the client and the channel is someone by the name of Nora Harold. And I went to Nora for help with, my life and with channeling in particular um i had sessions with her on a weekly basis for a couple of years and she 
got me to channel Archangel Michael during one of those sessions. And of course I doubted it initially. I doubted that I had made the connection, but (laughs) something that was really funny that happened when I channeled Archangel Michael was that my arms just jetted straight up into the air as if I was giving myself wings. Although at the time I thought, oh, I'm like, it's like making myself bigger or, you know, like if you're, you see a mountain lion, you're supposed to make yourself bigger. I didn't get at the time that those were like wings. And now when I channel um, Archangel Michael or any of, particularly Archangel Michael, I, I notice that my arms go straight up and sometimes they even my they even shape into wings more um, visibly, you know, it's, it's more obvious that my arms are shaping into wings. So yeah, the first time I connected, I kind of doubted it. And I think that that's something that everyone should really pay attention to is that I'm saying that because, you know, um, this is what I do. This is, <laughs> this is what I do for a living. And mm-hmm. someone who's a professional at this can still be in self-doubt. So if you doubt that what you're connected to is an angel or that what you're hearing is real, then you're not alone. I think everybody doubts at, at some point that what they're doing or what they're receiving is real, it's actually happening. So it's just something oh, that we all know. have to work through. Yeah. We all have have to face our doubts and our, you know, and our thought of like, well, why me? Why would this grandiose being communicate through me or want to connect with me? Well, the truth is they're always around there. It's not like, it's not like you send out an invitation and maybe Archangel Michael or Archangel Gabriel or somebody like that gets it and maybe they respond. It's not like that at all. They're always around. Right. It's just a question of whether or not we are tuned to their vibration or not, which we can all do. That's it's, it's a lot simpler than, than, you know, inviting a famous person to your birthday party and thinking like, well, what's the chance that, they're actually going to get the invitation, never mind show up. It's not like that. I know that uh, our listeners can sign up for a daily message channeled by you from Archangel Michael, and it's free. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I have been getting those, and, and they are absolutely wonderful. And uh, one of the ones that I kind of wanted to maybe discuss a little bit tonight was the fact that um, – <clears throat> um, to help everybody know that uh, it, it's not it's not ninu nanu to think in terms of being able to communicate beyond the realm of the third dimension that we live in as, as a human being because as Mark Archangel Michael says we don't start out as a human being we start out as a vibration and you just said then you know all we have to do is to connect with their vibration. Well, that's what we start out as, is yeah. a vibration. So yeah. I thought maybe if we could try to give everyone a visual concept of this. I kind of have 
an autistic mind that needs to see a picture, you know, to kind of understand. Mm -hmm. So through quantum physics, we do know that everything is energy, even Mm -hmm. non-material so-called innate objects, you know, like your desktop computer or this chair I'm sitting in, you know, they seem like inert solid masses of material like wood or plastic, but actually everything is in a state of vibration. You know, even that mass of wood is a collection of vibrations that have agreed to come together and make wood. And I believe that vibration is the action of consciousness. So that wood, what is a vibration of consciousness that decided to be wood. And in our action of consciousness, we, at this particular part of our journey, we're, we're at our human being level of consciousness. I mean, we have a consciousness mm-hmm. as a human being, but we're actually a certain vibration, right? Correct. Yeah, and the the tone, uh, and there's a tone to that. There's a sound that goes mm-hmm. with that vibration, <clears throat> and that tone uh, is our voice pattern. And I know that you teach about this, so I don't want to, you know, invade any of your territory here. But I also am a tuning fork practitioner, so I, <clears throat> I do. I use sound, you know, to uh, for healing purposes. But when you and I chatted before, uh, we discussed how actually our tone of our voice, which is unlike anybody else's, just like our fingerprint, is the most perfect healing tool that we have. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I have a lot less knowledge about (laughs) Oh, okay. I no, but I'm happy to talk about it. I just want to put that out there as like a, a, you know, a a warning. (laughs) I I'm. But you tone when you when you're entering when you're uh, raising your vibration in order to go into a state where you can communicate with these beings. You do toning, right? Yes. Yes. The tones, the tones themselves, are also transmissions they're they're channeled so um and a lot of people a lot of people think that when they hear the toning they think oh that's what he does so that he can channel and what's happening is as soon as i decide i'm going to channel i start channeling and the tones are the the beings i'm channeling for coming through and me interpreting that energy through my vocal cords in the tones so um, yeah, I can t- I can totally verify that um, sound is hugely important in our lives, and that we all have the power to use our own voices to alter our frequency. And I've done that many times with my own toning. So when when I tone, and I'm not quote unquote channeling, although it's, it's hard to see where the line is sometimes because right. when I do like a chakra toning, um, I definitely am also channeling, but I'm, but I'm doing the chakra toning myself. And I don't even know, sometimes I don't even know who's helping, you know, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I understand I know that, that mm-hmm. there's helpers and they're hard to keep out. <laughs> well, so, yeah, there's an entire hierarchy of celestial workers. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, we have so little uh, knowledge of. Uh, I mean, each one of these ones, not only Jesus could have called 12 legions of angels, but each yeah. one of the angels can call, you know, for another. Yeah. I mean, there's just myriads and myriads of of uh, celestial workers that are helping. And like you say, sometimes uh, somebody in the chain of command may be the one that comes and uh, does that particular thing. Uh, a lot of them have their own... Uh, individual area of expertise is what I've learned. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so we're a vibration. We were a vibration before uh, we collected all of our atoms together to make us a human <laughs> being. So actually our state as a non-physical being is really more familiar to us than our state as a collection of vibrations known as a human being. And that was what this message that you gave on... Um, October 12th from Archangel Michael said, you know, the experience of yourself as pure vibrational energy is not something you need to wait for. Uh, Right. So, yeah. yeah, The reason we are reminding you of this is that you will remember your journey has not begun as a physical being who is hoping to someday become into a pure vibrational state again. The experience you are having right now in your uh, physical body is not one where you have to prove yourself worthy. That that mm-hmm. was the part that I thought was so important mm-hmm. of needing of being able to um, interact with any higher dimensional being. Uh, we're already yeah. in the form that it needs to be in to be in connection with these interdimensional beings. We're already in that form. We were there first. <laughs> I think that's yeah. important for people to know because this proves yeah. we don't need to do anything. We don't need to be something other than what we are. Yeah. So. Um, um, and it, and if you look at it this way too, it you know a lot of people like to say or this is something that's actually in the Bible too, the kingdom of heaven is within. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus also said, you are all gods. Um, mm-hmm. So we we have all of creation. We have all that is, source, God, however you want to put it, that's inside of all of us, mm-hmm. which means that infinity doesn't just go out. Infinity goes in as well. There's mm-hmm. infinitesimal smallness. That's a concept. And I, see, I know a little bit about science. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, so all these beings that we want to connect with, they're inside of us. It's not like we have to go out and get them and bring them down, although we can sometimes experience it that way. But mm-hmm. really, it's, we're, we're accessing parts of ourselves when we access these beings, they're, they're not just here to help. They're also a a future version of ourselves from a certain perspective. And from a certain perspective, they're a past version of ourselves. So yeah, we, we start out 
as source energy and we lower our vibration gradually, gradually, gradually. This is the, that, that's the part that's known as descension until we come down to planet Earth and then we have a very dense, very physical third dimensional experience. And then we began the process of reascension recently. So we're moving through dimensions or densities, however you want to call it. I don't, I don't think it matters which one you want to use. Um, and we're, we're raising our vibration again and we're, and mm-hmm. we're starting to recognize ourselves more and more as more than just these clumps and these physical bodies that have, you know, lifespans that last X number of years. Right. Yeah. I know you teach toning and actually we could do a whole show on just toning. Um, mm. um, I had I had an interesting experience with it uh, before we go on, um, and this was years and years ago before we knew anything of what we know today. We just had a prayer meeting, you know, once a week, and we took prayer requests. And a person had asked for uh, to be healed of kidney stones, and um, so the minute that we spoke his name in the circle, in the prayer circle, all of a sudden I began making these tones and they um they were um uh they were like nothing I had ever heard before or ever felt before but they came out in a rush kind of like just a rush of this um uh, these uh sounds <clears throat> and tones and um so I I just um relaxed and let the sounds come forth and uh, just allowed spirit, you know, to design this full spectrum of tones that we later found out had actually gone into his body and broken those kidney stones into very fine sand, which he was able then to pass uh, using the urine. And after several days, the x-ray showed that there were no more kidney stones because they were eliminated with those whatever those sounds were that yeah. I had made. Yeah. You know, just like when Joshua fought the Battle of Jer- Jericho and the walls came tumbling down. Because yeah. yeah. his armies gave a great shout and that caused the walls uh, to fall. So toning is uh, is kind of like the power of the vibration for me, the great sound. Right, right. You know, let there be light. That's what started everything. And that vibration um... went forth and eventually made you and me. <laughs> yeah. That that what you just talked about there with the kidney stones. That's something that I do bring up in my toning class when I talk about the power of tones mm-hmm. is that western medicine uses um sound to break up kidney stones or gallbladder stones or both um now they, they have that's that. Have that technology to break them up using yeah using sound. So it's and then yeah, we have the, we have the power just using our very own voice in our voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And you can use it. You can direct those tones. To it doesn't have to be a kidney stone that you've got going on. It could be anything that exactly. you want to. And then the real important part in it, too, is if you're going to work with tones, put your intention out there first. Mm -hmm. So first you you say, my intention is to bring my body back into perfect health or well-being. 
and then you just let her rip. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a certain tone. It doesn't have to be in a certain key. It, it doesn't have to be a certain volume. It, it just, whatever comes, comes down, through comes you. Forth. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Perfect. And it can be ugly. It can sound terrible and it's still, you know, and that's all relative, of course, you know, that's all in the eye of the beholder or the ear of the beholder. But if you're judging it as you're doing it, and so you say, well, this can't be doing any good because this doesn't sound like Mariah Carey, you know, Uh, well, you know, (laughs) give yourself a break. (laughs) You're not a professional singer. And you don't have to sound like Mariah Carey for it to work. Um, and, you know, Mariah Carey didn't even sound like Mariah Carey when she first started singing. It took time right. <laughs> for her vocal cords to get to that point where she can make those beautiful tones. So mm-hmm. she just popped into my head, by the way. I'm not like a huge Mariah Carey fan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Mariah Carey poster I just, I've heard her voice go, <laughs> go really high. Um, okay, but, so we're vibration know. first, and we've yeah. collected all of our vibrations together to make a human body uh, yeah. for spirit to dwell in. And my idea is, is is that when we're born, we breathe the breath of life, and we become a living soul. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe that it, when we start out as vibration i believe we've come up through all the kingdoms it it isn't necessary for a person to believe that in order to channel or to be in communication with other dimensional beings but there uh when we connect to that original vibration that we were when we were in spirit and realize that that spirit dwells within us in the same way that one drop of the ocean is the same as the whole ocean, then we know that we're in connection with this power that has made everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. So then, even if we didn't come up through the kingdoms, through the spirit, we would have um, the uh, ability to connect with those kingdoms, you know, like the trees. I have a tree that Sometimes I don't like to reveal too much, but <laughs> <laughs> let's just say the tree and I are a good friend. <laughs> good friends. <laughs> but it does. That's what opens up the realms of of, of uh, possibility, you know. I mean, I ask my rose bush which rose is ready to be cut. Which one of those roses on the bush was ready to grace the table or which one needs to stay on the bush in order to perpetuate the life of the bush. I mean, mm-hmm. the other kingdoms will will share their information with us. And, you know, and you channel the fairies, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. so then there's elves and there's elementals. Yep. And uh, so there's all sorts of possibilities. It's just opening up our minds to consider them, right? So whether you could talk with a rock or an animal or, I mean, you've heard these stories of the mystics, you know, that can just lie down with a panther out in the forest because yeah, they're, in fact, they're in communication with each other. Yeah, 
Yeah. Now we can see videos of it on YouTube. Yeah. And because Facebook everything and is breathing in and out. Everything is breathing together in and out. And when a great in-breath and a great out-breath. And mm. then when we realize that we are our own source of spirit, we have the spirit dwelling within us. And then mm. in that spirit is the wellspring of all wisdom and revelation. Mm. Just to know that one thing, Daniel, I think is the greatest piece of information anybody can know. Exactly. Knowing ourselves as the source, that uh, we don't have to look outside of ourselves to anybody else. We don't have to depend Mm. on anybody else. We don't have to submit to anybody else's ideas or solutions for our life. We can go directly to source and get all of the answers. Mm. And I just wanted to tell one thing. I saw the Bobby Fischer uh, movie recently. And I went with a friend kind of just because they didn't want to go by themselves and I wasn't particularly interested. But there was one line in that movie that made that entire evening worthwhile. He said, you know, he's the chess player that became the mm-hmm. international chess champion during the Cold War back in the late 50s, early 60s. Mm-hmm. And um, he said that after the fourth move in chess, then there are infinite possibilities of moves. It's absolutely limitless. And actually, in that championship, he made several moves that all of the chess masters in the world had never seen before because there's an unlimited uh, number of moves that can be made. Mm. But Bobby Fischer said there is only one perfect move. Mm. And uh, I think that knowing that we have source within us with all a wellspring of wisdom and revelation, that we would begin to be able to live our lives every time making that one perfect move. And we wouldn't have to be going around the block so many times. (laughs) (laughs) We could just go straight forward to checkmate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we like to play around and have fun. Yeah, and you know what? It's wonderful. I think you did another channel from Archangel Michael about the fact that there just isn't such a thing as a mistake. Right. Talk about that a little bit. Well, that one to me was about uh, seeing all experience as being valuable and as building the person and their personal power so that you go through all these different lifetimes and you do this and you do that and you make this choice and in this lifetime you make this choice in this lifetime and neither of them is the right choice and neither of them is the wrong choice. It's all for the purpose of experience because in order to know ourselves fully as all that is, we need to have all the experiences that we can possibly have. And so we come to this place now where we've made all the different decisions, not good or bad, just decisions. And then we have built this foundation 
to where now we draw from all of those experiences mm-hmm. to make the decision in the now that we really want to make. So you, mm-hmm. you don't really benefit by avoiding things and just avoiding the, the unpleasant or Be avoiding afraid the, to make a decision. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that too. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely want to just I think if do people it. knew that <laughs> you can't make a, a wrong decision. Uh, life is a, is a matter of choices, and we are the ones in charge of making the choice. And we can, and if we learn to know that we are, a, we have this source of all wisdom within us, um, we'll begin to make much better choices. Mm-hmm. And even if we still, you know, go around the block several times, it's okay. <laughs> we mm-hmm. can, you know, maybe we missed something the first time around, <laughs> right? Yeah, and in fact, you know, we'll keep. I think we'll keep making the same decisions and we'll keep having the same experiences until we get to that point where we see it all as perfect and we release the judgment and we release yeah. the resistance to it. And then it's just, oh, this is where I am. It's, you know, like it's not a big deal. It's not like I screwed up and look where I, I am I know now. we're so hard on ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And we're only yeah. screwed, we only say that because we've been taught a certain bunch of stuff about you know well if you do it this way then you know you're you're a screw up if you and and nothing none of that is true we just have mm-hmm. experience yeah and if you look back at certain things in your life and you say you know even though that played out in a way that I didn't want it to play out, or even though it led to experiences I didn't really want to have, if you look back, you can see how you pretty much in the moment felt like that was the perfect decision for you to make and the perfect route for you to go in. And if as long as you're following those internal cues and those impulses towards moving in a certain direction, there's not anything wrong with something turning out in a way that you didn't expect or in a way that you didn't want. It's just, you know, we just need to go through life with a little less attachment. (laughs) (laughs) I have a wonderful story from a friend about that. Uh, Her uh, husband was in the military in World War II and he was assigned, he was a Marine and he was assigned to the group that was going to take the army into Iwo Jima. People didn't know that that was really the Marines that took the, you know, the boots on the ground, the the army mm-hmm. soldiers uh, onto the land. Mm-hmm. And uh, the night before they were supposed to disembark, um, he he was scared. He went out and got drunk, and he ended up in jail. And he missed the sailing. And mm-hmm. Every single person on that mission died. Mm-hmm. Now people would say, "Oh, well, you know, he was he screwed up. He got he got drunk and he ended up in jail and he had a mark on his on his record and he had to have a court martial and this and that." But you know what? He's alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how yeah, do you yeah. judge a situation like that? 
Right. And, you know, you know perhaps it was his guardian angel that was prompting him to have another round and have another yep. round. <laughs> he probably was there drinking with him. <laughs> well, you know, Daniel, I uh, I come from a Pentecostal background, so my proof that spirit is within me is my ability to speak in tongues, which is a language that I've never learned. You know, I speak it by spirit. Oh, and, yeah, I do that, uh, too. <laughs> do you? Well, I wondered how you knew that spirit is within you. Oh, how do I know? Oh, mm-hmm. good question. Well, I'll, t- I'll give you a little bit of my background for that answer. Um, well, I was raised Catholic. And for me, my relationship with God was that God was up there somewhere, big and powerful and, and judgy, and I was down here trying to be good. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't really grow up with that idea that God was within me or that, you know, that I was an aspect of God. And so at a certain point, you know, in my, I think in my late teens, I drifted further and further away from my faith that I grew up with and more and more into atheism. So that by the time I was about 25, I can remember sitting in my apartment in Hollywood, California, thinking, this is it. Like when I die, I go in the ground and it's, that's it. And I remember feeling terrible about that thought. Like I was not a proud atheist. I was like, wow, this sucks. And what, what turned it around for me was actually, which is going to seem like a contradiction to something I said earlier, but it was the science of reality. It was Deepak Chopra's teachings about quantum physics and the way the universe works and all of that really appealed to my logical mind. Mm -hmm. Even though, again, like I said earlier, I'm not into science, but this stuff was was fascinating to me and it it led me to believe there's more than what we can see and feel and touch in this reality of ours. And that led me down so many rabbit holes to the point where I mean, I was reading the Conversations with God books and I was feeling like I was feeling so good in my body at what I was reading, which now I understand is just that confirmation that like, yeah, you're on the right track. This is what you this is the perfect book for you to be reading. But it just ever since I had that awakening experience when I was about 27, it has never occurred to me that any of this was, was false or that any of, I, I've just had that face, that knowing ever since that moment that I, mm-hmm. you know, picked up my first Deepak Chopra book or, or cassette back then. I used to listen to cassettes. Yeah, and, really. Um, I did it on cassette too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's never been a doubt of mine. Now things have happened in my physical body that I can't explain. Like there's no, there's no explanation for it. And for me to be channeling in tongues and for me to be channeling in all these voices and for my body to do, to move by itself, like it does. I mean, there's, there's just no question for me that I, I couldn't, I couldn't make this stuff up. I, I could not hold my arms up for two hours and move them around 
without the without my arms eventually becoming exhausted. But when I'm channeling, I've, I'm moving almost constantly, and it, and my arms at the end don't feel tired. Uh huh. So you know, there's well, there's so a limitless many... amount of energy with in spirit yeah. that you don't get tired. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, you know, there's just there's so much evidence that that I don't ever question it. But yeah, I mean, I feel. I've felt things in my body that I didn't even know were possible. I didn't even know it was possible to feel that good. And it was just, you know, like energy. It was just energy moving through mm-hmm. me and, mm-hmm. and giving me those sensations. Lifts, lifts you up and uh, yeah. exhilarates. It, it yeah. causes exhilaration is mm-hmm. what I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh in this, uh, I believe in the speaking in tongues. Uh, uh, I believe that we be, have been speaking light codes, the codes, uh-huh. uh, and that, uh, and even in the Bible it says that you know if a person speaks in tongues, let them interpret. So what I believe we're getting today is is the interpretation of all the light codes that have been spoken through tongues there now we're having the interpretations and we're having the actual literal translation and um you know in our own language giving us these mm-hmm. beautiful truths uh from the other realms and it's thrilling to me it's just really thrilling because i you know i'm looking back at a lo- so many years you know of <clears throat> Tongues without interpretation, <laughs> <laughs> and now now we're getting the interpretations. <laughs> yeah, when I when I speak in my language, um, which I call language of light, it's um, it's funny because there's I I don't understand the words, but there's there's intonations and there's there's the way the words are coming through that speak volumes about whatever it is that I'm saying. Um, Mm -hmm. The, the vocabulary tends to shift um, depending on who's around too, which is interesting. So my, my, I'll I'll just tell you mine started when I was receiving massages and now I still receive massages. um, And I, and I still channel whenever I receive a massage, these, these light languages and it that's not the only time that they've come through but they they come through always when i receive massages so it's you really to, like uh, the, do you record yeah. them no i haven't so i could though i mean for I your could own do personal it. edification well i could do it though i mean i don't need to receive a massage i could tap into that energy because once you've done, once you've tapped into a certain frequency, it's, it's easier. It's like muscle memory, you know, it's easier mm-hmm. to get back to that. So I could do it and make a recording of it. And I thought about doing that and I thought about putting it on YouTube and saying, Hey, here's a, here's a language of light in case anyone cares and wants to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> and they might hear it in its interpretation. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, everybody hears so, everybody hears something different. Yeah, right. That's, that's the other cool thing about channeling is that people will say things to me after I've channeled. I mean, you are just quoting 
you were you were looking at things and, and reading them, but other people will say things to me about my channeling, and it will be what they heard. It won't be what actually came through. <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll think to exactly myself. Right. I don't remember saying that. And at I all. love that part of it. It's yeah. so personal. Yeah. Yeah, personal to each and every person. <clears throat> yeah. And so um, uh, I want to give you uh, some time here to give the message, and I also want okay. to tell about your classes and things. But I just want to make sure that everybody that's listening today, I just wanted to to say to you now that uh, we hope this program convinces you that you are a source of spirit right here, right now. And there's nothing you need to do uh, further. You just need to realize there's nothing more that you need to do. If you're alive and breathing right now, you have been chosen to be a source of spirit. Mm -hmm. And you chose to come here to earth and be in a human form. And spirit chose to allow you to breathe the breath of life. So it's just that simple. There's no need for any so-called salvation. The fact that you are alive is the proof that spirit is within you. Just take a minute right now. Are you breathing? <laughs> and if the answer is yes, and there is no need for anyone to pay a price for you to be a source of spirit. There's no need for suffering. There's no need to earn spirit's acceptance of you. There's no need to earn love. Love is the vibration of spirit. And if you mm. are be breathing, you are loving and being loved. And if you mm -hmm. don't feel like love is being manifested in your life, then you're not connected to spirit that is within you. So today is the day to be aware of the spirit that is within you and to connect to that spirit now. Mm. And then if they would need some help, Daniel, um, tell us about your classes and how they can get the daily message. Sure. Thank you for that. Um, so my name is Daniel, just like the book in the Bible. My last name is Scranton, which is just like the city in Pennsylvania, S-C-R-A-N-T-O-N. And so my website is danielscranton.com. So when you go to danielscranton.com, uh, the very first, the homepage has all of the, the free channelings I do. Not all of them, but the last dozen or so are on there. Um, and the on the homepage, if you look, over to the right, there's a place to sign up to receive daily channel quotes and occasional newsletters and receive a free gift. And you put your email address in there in that little box and boom, you're signed up. I think you may have to confirm your email. I think you may get an, a confirmation email when you do that. But uh, um, that's how you get the messages every day. And then all the stuff I'm offering uh, in the month of October, I've got a lot of events coming up. They're all, when you put your mouse pointer on the events word, it's a tab, the, you know, a drop-down menu comes up and you can choose from any of these things that I'm doing uh, for the rest of the month, including I've got a, a breathwork class tomorrow. I've got an online event with Ina Lucas where we're both going to channel on Wednesday. 
my weekly um, class that I do Q&A session is on Thursday and then a host of other things going on this month too. So, And so also uh, remember this, these shows are archived. So um, if you're listening in November, just click that same tab <laughs> and it'll give you all the events in November. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. So we're going to so, channel. Yeah, we've got we're, the clock is ticking here, huh? Your, is your show officially going to end in seven and a half minutes? No, we have, no. Uh, yes, seven and a half. So, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, so uh, we, let me can I give you a moment yet. here and let you prepare to? Um, well, it's going to be immediate. You're going to hear tones right away. And, right. Now, he, Daniel's going to do the toning, which is the vibrational codes that connects him with the interdimensional beings, and then he's going to give us a message. And don't feel like you have to watch the clock, Daniel. Go, we'll let the full message come out. It'll be okay if we run over a little bit, okay? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> yes. 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 that we are 
and the frequency that is contained within each and every one of you. We invite you all to see yourselves as angels, to see yourselves as the ground crew. We hold the frequency for you to be where you are and to withstand all the energies that are continually surrounding you, pulling you in different directions to give you different experiences. And as we hold our frequency for you, we give you the opportunity to connect with higher frequencies so that you can bring more of heaven down to earth so that you can create heaven on earth for yourselves. And so, what we offer you more than anything else is an invitation to the vibration that is most in service to who you really are and to how you really want to live your lives. We are the integration of all energies. We are the harmony that you seek in your lives. As you tap into our frequency now, you understand yourselves better. You are capable of knowing yourselves as more than you have ever known yourselves as. And as you feel the expansiveness of your true nature, of your angelic nature, you know yourselves as source energy beings who have come forth into density in order to have a unique experience and in order to give source energy a unique experience through your perspective. There's nothing more delicious than living your lives as physical beings and holding the knowing of yourselves as so much more than just your physical bodies, your personalities, your names, birthdays, and so on. And as you bring that knowing to everyone around you, you become the angel who is offering the invitation. 
and your words and your actions are harmonious with that which you know, that which you are. Whether it is you ever tell anyone what you know yourself to be, you offer that vibration as an invitation and you are of service to all of humanity. We invite you to see yourselves in this way, to hear our words and to feel our vibration. For we are a part of you and you are a part of us. And together, we can create heaven on earth. We are Michael. We are infinite. We are love. <coughs> Hello. Hello, that was beautiful. So I would just close by saying that the substance of our trust is to be in spirit. Spirit is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's totally dependable and trustworthy, Mm. able to address all change with solutions that are perfect and entire, lacking nothing. Spirit Mm. is the same within all change. And if you Mm. are listening tonight, if you will listen to your spirit right now, you will hear those words that Daniel used when he first opened the meditation. We are here. (laughs) (laughs) And then just begin from this day forward to let your life be a manifestation of the power of spirit and let your life be a beacon of light to all who pass your way. Yeah. This is Marciana and Daniel um, saying... Uh, Good evening for this time, and we'll be letting you know um, the next time that Daniel uh, visits with us and who he will be bringing with him uh, (laughs) at his next visit. (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank you so much for coming on the air with us, Daniel, and um, I encourage everybody to take a visit to your website and sign up for some of your classes. Uh, I have enjoyed the... uh, the ones I have participated in, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> I love getting those daily messages. They're just su- such um, a light, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. you know, light to start the day with. It's very, very, very <laughs> uh, encouraging and always uh, powerful. So mm. I love so hearing I'm that. I'm play so these thank you. beautiful. Um, Tones from the Mission <laughs> Bells now at the San Juan Capistrano Mission as the grand celebration was taking place there, and we'll just uh, go out on those tones of uh, celebration after we have reflected on this wonderful subject here tonight. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.